0: Heraclitus said, no man ever steps into the same river twice, for it's not the same river and he's not the same man. I have thought about this quote a lot over the years. It's always resonated with me because of its truth. Consider yourself a river and how you have changed over the years. I have been called by the same name for over for 53 years. not over, (laughs) but within that lifetime, people could describe Lori in many different ways. I've been referred to as a student, a stock clerk, a volunteer, office manager, massage therapist, daughter, friend, lover, ex, sister, relaxed, athletic, Energetic, calm, anxious, analytical, accepting, quiet, caring, poor, privileged, spiritual, sinner, honest, liberal, conservative, victim, survivor poet, painter, and a list maker. Some of you may be surprised to hear a few of these words describing me. You might say, I've never known Lori to be fill in the blank, but maybe it's because of when or where you metaphorically stepped your feet into me. Where was I on my journey? Where were you on your journey? My childhood friend, Angela, who's been in and sometimes out of my life for 47 years, has described me over time as animated, funny, comfortable, reflective, and compassionate. The reality is we all change throughout the years. And our relationships with others differ as well. We choose what we reveal to them and they choose what they want to see in us. This morning, I'd like to invite you to consider yourself a river. First, I invite you to take a deep breath And if you'd like, you might want to close your eyes. You may also want to imagine the sound of water, perhaps a babbling brook or a waterfall. Let your mind travel along the banks of your youth. Recognize the bubbling and swirling that happens when a large rock or tree trunk blocks your path. Observe the times when you roared along, splashing excitedly, and the times you calmed to a whisper. Perhaps a thin branch or a single leaf floated tranquil and you barely moved. Consider yourself a river. Notice, notice the foliage along your banks. Notice the change in seasons. The soft snow and hard ice of winter. The welcoming birdsong of spring. The lazy heat of a drawn out summer. a crisp anticipation in autumn's air. Consider yourself a river. Think of how you've helped others find their way, how you've helped nourish and sustain. Perhaps you've offered healing, cleansing, life and hope. You've traveled many years and many miles. Strangers visit for a moment, barely touching your surface while others dive in repeatedly and form a deep connection to you. Consider yourself a river. Some of your elements remain the same while other parts of you change. What might you still discover around the next bend? Who might come to dip their toes in your water? Consider yourself a river. Consider the river you can become. I'm gonna continue that beautiful guided imagery by talking a little
1: bit more about two pictures I found this morning in my wonder bath. Yes, you heard that right. Wonder bath, not a wonder box. I was looking around for my wonder box. It seems like I have a real issue keeping it straight. And I stumbled into the bathroom uh, and I looked into the bath and I realized it was a wonder bath. And I found these two pictures And I still need to change the ink in my printer, if you're wondering. So here's the first one. These are some kids and families in something called a lazy river. I prefer a spiritually relaxing river. Lazy feels a little unnecessary. Maybe it's our Western capital capitalistic style. But have any of you been in one of those before? I loved doing those growing up. I would just sit in those and just naturally go down this little lazy river, we would go to Noah's uh, what was it called? Yeah, Noah's Ark? Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, I think Noah's Ark. It's this huge outdoor water park in um, in the Wisconsin Dells near Madison. Considered the world's largest outdoor water park. This is not from there, but... And every year I would love going in those because it was a nice balance to some of the other rides that might have been a little choppier. I think about this one. This is not from Noah's Ark, but this feels like a slightly different uh, experience. I'd rather be lazy than whatever they're experiencing here looks a little more choppy. And I expect that some of us at times have felt a little bit more like these kids going down the river, and a little bit more like, like these two, wondering why they chose to go on some adventure trip for their honeymoon. A little bit of both perhaps in our lives and perhaps this last year, especially. Moments of calm and then perhaps a lot of moments of anxiety, and worry. And so I think that's a little bit about uh, our, our lives. When we use this idea of the river, we recognize that it's not a river that is wholly natural but it is one that is affected by lots of different things, including the turning of the seasons, but also unexpected turbulence. And so sometimes we long for this and sometimes we find that, and sometimes we wonder if this will ever come back. And I invite us as we're thinking about those kinds of rivers and the kinds of imagery and seasons we go throughout our lives to remember one thing to be true, that even in those choppy, rolling waters, bubbling, uh, fast rapids, it is the same river as the lazy, spiritually uh, gentle river of our lives, and that spiritual gently moving river that we glide down is the same as that turbulent one so it's the same river throughout the seasons and through those days of calm crisp probably like the waters today if you go down and look at the river and at times when it is getting a little bit more choppy I hope that today, this morning, and in these days to come, whether you're feeling a little more like these kids, or a little bit more like this uh, adventurous uh, couple or two people there, that you find uh, a peace about you connecting yourself to the river that was, that is, and that will continue to be the river that is around you and within you so that you can move forward with love, with hope, and with courage. May it be so,
0: and amen. I've known rivers. I've known rivers ancient as the world and older than the flow of human blood in human veins. My soul has grown deep like rivers. I bathed in the Euphrates when dawns were young. I built my hut near the Congo and it lulled me to sleep. I looked upon the Nile and raised the pyramids above it. I heard the singing of the Mississippi when Abe Lincoln went down to New Orleans and I've seen its muddy bosom turn all golden in the sunset. I've known rivers, ancient dusky rivers. My soul has grown deep like the rivers.
1: The time will come when, with elation, You will greet yourself arriving at your own door, in your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome and say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who was yourself. Give wine, give bread, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all your life whom you ignored for another who knows you by heart take down the love letters from the bookshelf the photographs the desperate notes peel your own image from the mirror sit feast on your life The time has come once more, this Easter Sunday, this Sunday where clearly spring has sprung, where spring is springing. This Easter Sunday once more invites us to consider what is emerging, what is renewing, and what is becoming all around us and within us. This month, we will explore the theme of becoming, a fitting theme for this time of year and perhaps this time in our lives in which we are emerging from a very difficult year in 2020. Over the next few weeks on Sunday mornings and in our chalice circles, we will think about who we are becoming as individuals, as a congregation, but also in the wider world. Similar to our theme in February when we explored beloved community, becoming has this same provocative prefix, be. Just as beloved invites us into new ways of imagining the love that is present within our community within our relationships, and within our congregation, becoming opens the door to consider the path that is before us. We have come so far this past year and throughout our lives, so much so that it begs the question, what has come of our lives together? What have we become as we have taken this journey? And what are we still actively in the process of becoming? This morning, we will focus more on the personal, the individual, and the journey of becoming. In the reading that Lori shared this morning from Langston Hughes, The imagery of rivers can be a meaningful metaphor for our lives. Rivers are fluid. They're ever-changing, quite powerful when you think of them. They can shift soil and sand, carve new waterways, and stop for no person. But instead, they move slowly and sometimes with haste down the way inevitably toward the ocean. Langston Hughes writes, my soul has grown deep like the rivers, my soul has grown deep like the rivers. American visionary and literary genius of the Harlem Renaissance, Hughes names this depth and growth well aware of the pain of the African-American experience in the United States in his life as is true for so many people of marginalized identity. The river of becoming is both one of survival and of liberation. The depth and growth of these ancient dusky rivers that are as old as blood that courses through human veins. This river is both within us and surrounds us in this life. In times of stress and grief, loss and disruption, in times when nothing feels normal and everything feels strange, it is sometimes hard to remember we are still on the river. We're still in the river. In those times, it is also sometimes hard to remember that we are still the river itself. And part of this forgetfulness is human nature, but also much of it has to do with the fact that we are ever becoming, we are constantly becoming ourselves once more, fully reconstituted, wholly remembered, and truly re-realized once more in life. And so it can be hard to pay close attention or even occasional attention to our place along the river, our stage of becoming. For as soon as we look, the waters of life carry us away. Like watching the seven-year cycle of our bodies shed and regrow every one of our 75 trillion cells It's hard to notice when we are in the process of becoming new on the cellular or spiritual level. And yet, it is true. With every moment in this life, we are becoming ever more filled with experiences, with both joys and sorrows, with values and commitments and dreams for our lives and for this world and in that fluid journey of transformation we can be forgetful yes it is true but we can also choose to be profoundly amazed i am amazed by how i have seen all of you grow and change this past year I am amazed by how I feel I have grown and changed this past year as your minister, but also as a father and as a husband. In our becoming, in our lives, separate and together, something beautiful emerges when we choose to step back and notice what is happening. Yes, we are constantly growing and changing. Yes, we are facing joys and sorrows though, and those things are transforming us in the process, but something else is also true. Even as we are in a perpetual state of social, emotional, physical, and spiritual becoming, There is at least one constant along the process. Something stays present the whole way down the river. Something stays true no matter where we are in our lives and that my friends is you, even in all you are becoming you are ever present you are ever real and alive and true truly you this is of course a paradox you can uh, that can be concerning at least in our western understandings of existence but an important invitation it is to consider that we are both ever changing ever becoming new, and yet we are once and always our same sacred selves in this life. We are once and always our same sacred selves in this life. In our second reading, which I shared from Derek Walcott, a St. Lucian poet who received the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1992, That perplexing truth is waiting behind every door before us. Walcott writes of this sacred reunion in this way. The time will come when with elation, you will greet yourself arriving at your own door in your own mirror and each will smile at the other's welcome and say, sit here, eat. Let me say that again. The time will come when with elation you will greet yourself arriving at your own door in your own mirror and each will smile at the other's welcome and say, sit here, eat. This is a tender meeting, often a chance encounter in a moment of unexpectedness where we stumble upon a door or a mirror or a memory, and like a bolt of lightning, we are awakened once more to this truth that is you who stands before you. It is you who is looking back at you, you who is that child or young person trying to make sense of this profoundly awesome existence. I feel that bolt of lightning, that remembering. Every time I look at my daughter, every time Holly experiences a moment of joy or sadness, accomplishment or frustration, I remember my childhood, my journey, this river that I am still in. I recall my joys, my frustrations. I recall my sadness and my accomplishments in that moment of connection, I realize another truth, a third truth about this river of becoming. Beyond the paradoxical truth that we are ever growing, ever becoming ourselves, and we are always ourselves at the same time, ever changing, always ourself. The other truth, the third truth is that we can remember, recall those truths, when we look around and notice what surrounds us within the wide and ancient rivers of life. What surrounds you in this river of life? All of life, all of us, each of you, and all that is wades and flows down this river of ever-changing, ever-becoming transformation. And by this truth, when we look to our children and youth, when we look to our family and friends, when we look to those in this community at UUCCI and in the other communities in our lives, we are invited to remember and see our becoming in the eyes and lives of those becoming all around us. Next week, we will engage more deeply in the work of building community that is ever becoming, ever becoming new and different and yet holds true to certain eternal values. But today, I want to leave you with this image. I want to leave you with this invitation on Easter morning. Consider now where you are on your journey down the river. Imagine what is before you by looking at what is within you. And now I invite you to look on the screen before you, if you are on a computer, and see the other faces and people who are here this morning. Look at the faces of those who are in this river of life with you. These faces. These people will be with you on that journey of your becoming now and into the future. What a gift it is to remember now on this Easter Sunday and always.
0: May it be so and amen.